When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Screencast special WWE WrestleMania Ranked. I'm Greg. That's Tim. That's Mike. That's Santi. And on our way to the granddaddy of them all, we've invited a member of the wrestling world to pick a WrestleMania match each and every week for us to review and rank before we get to Philadelphia in April. If you love what we do, please support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free, to watch us record them live, and get your daily exclusive show Greg way you can get the kind of funny screencast for free with ads and without all the bonus content on YouTube and podcast services around the globe thank you to our patreon producers deep breath Carl Jacobs uh, Kishan Patel Nathan Lamoth Karen Linder James Hastings Casey Andrew and Casey Kern enough about that though I'm freaking out mm. Santi you are here on this show with us and I am such a huge fan of your TikToks. Thank Woo. you for making the time to come in here. <laughs> no, I'm freaking out too. I'm a huge fan of you guys. I told you, Greg, that I've been watching kind of funny since the early Oreo oration days. So right back awesome. at all. That's you. outrageous. Uh, if people don't know you, who are you, Santi? Who are you? I am a wrestling fan that somehow over the last year has managed to turn being a wrestling fan into a job. It's the coolest <laughs> thing that you I did have it. ever done. <laughs> Um, I'm a wrestling content creator. You can find me on, as Greg said, reacting to wrestling content on TikTok, uh, making scripted content on YouTube, or having watch parties on Twitch with wrestling fans all over the world. And really, I'm no different than any wrestling fan. The Honestly, I think I had a very similar wrestling journey that a lot of fans have, which is, hey, you probably haven't had wrestling fans around you to be able to geek out about wrestling. Growing up, I didn't have any brothers, siblings, parents didn't care. I didn't have any friends that wanted to talk about wrestling. So I was that wrestling nerd that watched The Undertaker lose a streak oh. in my dingy room in a la with a laptop with no one to geek out about. <laughs> so 2022 Brutal. came. I decided to make wrestling content as a message in a bottle to see if I can find other wrestling fans around the world. And here we are. Now I'm on Kind of Funny. That's awesome. Love I love it. that story so much. Now you're getting shared by The Rock. You know what I mean? You're, like, you're, putting, you're putting montages with WWE. Can I say, I'm on the hashtag we want Cody movement. I feel like Dwayne used me as propaganda. Well done, Dwayne. Well done. I, I, do you think I am above taking clout from one of the biggest Instagram pages on the planet? If you think that I am, you don't know content creators. Yeah. So we take that clout. Yeah, that was great to see. That's so cool. Bring that up, though, real quick. It is 
Wednesday, February 7th. Right I know. Now. We, if, if, I appreciate people caught. We were filming in a time warp where we yeah. filmed the other two before Rumble. Now we're after Rumble, but you still won't get this unless you're watching live on Patreon or YouTube until a week later. So we are the day before the press, the conference, press conference to figure out what the fuck is going on, which is just <laughs> wild to think about for people that don't know. Uh, and if you're watching the show, I imagine you do at this point. But The Rock just kind of came in and was just like, hey, guess what, Cody? You ain't finishing shit. I'm facing Roman <laughs> at WrestleMania. And we're all like, really? We're actually doing this, and there's going to be a press conference in Vegas hosted by Pat McAfee. The Rock will be there. Roman Reigns will. They're all going to be there. Cody's yeah. going to be yeah. there. Yeah. And guess who else is going to be there, everybody? Bianca Belair. 7,000 free fans. They're just opening the shit up to people. There's just going to be hella people there. You get hella people together in a room right now. They're chanting. They're chanting. They're we definitely want chanting. They're, they're yeah, chanting. We yeah. want Cody. They're chanting. Rocky, Rocky sucks. So we'll see what's going on, man. I don't want to time capsule this entire thing. I'm very excited about tomorrow, but we're not going to talk about that. Instead, we're going to talk about the fact that today we're brought to you by WWE 2K24. But before we get any deeper into this episode of WrestleMania Ranked, let's watch a video to explain how we got here. What's up, guys? It's Selena Vega here, and my favorite WrestleMania match was The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Why? Well, it was kind of like, I mean, first of all, two legends, two icons of the business, but you have the big dog and you have the new dog coming in to take his spot. So they tell that story beautifully. You can see it in the crowd. You can see it. You can feel that electricity that The Rock is talking about in that match. So make sure you check it out. Thank you, Zelina. We did, of course. So let's go back to WrestleMania 18, live from Toronto, Canada. Sky Dome, March 17th, 2002, in front of 68,237 fans. Before we get in Say to the right, tail right. of the tape. It's not WrestleMania 18. WrestleMania X8. WrestleMania X8, baby. <laughs> Listen, we know you're all too dumb for Roman numerals. Let's put the X and the numeral in there. Because X is cool. Past that, it's a little confusing. <laughs> this is obviously a special match. So even before we get to it. So before we get to the tail of the tape and raid everything and yada yada, I do want to know everyone's history with this match. Santi, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, there's quite a bit here. Um, so this is a match that I didn't get to watch live. I was nine years old, but I was deep into wrestling. We couldn't afford pay-per-views back then. Uh, so I had to wait for about four months for my public library to get the VHS <laughs> of WrestleMania 18. And I was calling this public library for weeks before it arrived so that I could be the first one to get this copy of WrestleMania 18, bring it back home. And I didn't return it for two and a half years. I accrued $32 of late fees. And the only reason I returned it is because my grade five teacher convinced me that that was a federal crime. And I didn't <laughs> want, I didn't want the feds smart, coming smart. down on me just to get this VHS of, uh, I of enjoy, WrestleMania 18. You're bragging about this in class. I've had this tape for two and a half years. Like it's a crime. <laughs> Uh, so this is this is a very special, not just match, but WrestleMania for me. Sure. It's the year I started watching wrestling, funnily wow. enough, in 2002. Um, on top of that, like this is a match in a show that I carried with me throughout my entire life, all the way in 2014. So now we're 12 years after this match. I wrote a second year university uh, psychology paper on the power of nostalgia about The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. So this is a very special match it's dear and near into my heart i appreciate that that you were nine years old 
I was finishing my freshman year of college. I was watching this at the Antler House. We convinced Hayes to get this on pay-per-view. And it was one of those just like slack-jawed moments watching. And it's an interesting one in retrospect because, you know, last week with Mega Ran, we talked about, okay, like, you know, the breaks you take in wrestling sometimes and coming back or going away and yada, yada. And I really do feel that this was the beginning of my depart second departure, I guess, from being a kid. Sure. But attitude era coming back so strong in high school, going to college and watching through, but really leaving the dorms really, uh, I was watching it with my friend, John all the time across the hall. And so when I sophomore year came back, it was that separation. So these are like, this match, as soon as I finished this last night, I had to go watch Backlash, Hogan versus Triple H, because I was there in Kemper Arena in Kansas City for that. And that was like wow. such a moment. But those are like the final two like big bright spots I remember before I started like sophomore year trailing off on it or whatever. But like, sorry, go ahead. Just a quick question on that. Um, what, what would you define as kind of the end of the Attitude Era? <sighs> it's hard to say. You know what I mean? Is I mean, people would go to Ruthless Aggression or whatever, right? With Cena or whatever. For me, it's this kind of thing. It was really like, all right, cool. Stone Cold's not competing anymore. Stone Cold can't okay. wrestle anymore. I feel like when you started losing people that way, like the stars of it and like, you know, D-Generation X breaking down and like, which, you know, happens, I know. But like, it was just, it all changed the tenor. And I really do feel this Hogan title reign really was like, here's this new nostalgia wave of what's happening that's different than what it was. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then you... Held on. Did you watch 20 live? Because you, you watched this one live. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch 20. Wow. Well, I would have been. I wouldn't have watched 20. Live. Okay. And but 19. Probably. I probably okay, so still picked that up cool. somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like this is like, you know, to go back to it. Like when I have that classic thing of, oh, man, like people are like, what's your favorite wrestling match of all time? Or blah, blah, blah. This one's always on my short list, if not the one or two slot. And I'm I, for me, what's so cool about it is it's the indelible impression of being there on the couch having the pizza watch and like knowing you were watching history like there's a great thing we'll bring up eventually but like where uh jr and king are talking and they're like you know sometimes the super bowl on paper should be great and it isn't right you get there and it's a flop and that isn't this like and that was the thing this lived up to everything about it but i always come to this and i jump to being at ign and Names I won't, I'll redact from the story, even though I don't think anybody would know these people. There was a reporter arguing with two of their bosses at IGN, and the two bosses, it was a fun argument. The two bosses were like, wrestling uh, doesn't tell stories in the ring. And the, the reporter was like, no, it does. It does. And like, this will always be my example of like, if you don't get wrestling, watch this and just give yourself up to it. Tim, did you, what, what, where were you for Icon v. Icon? Yeah, so, I mean, I've said this many times now, but, like, the the road to WrestleMania 20 was me and my brother's kind of entry point into this, which, for you to understand, Mike, that was literally the rise of John Cena. Like, it was, that was John Cena getting on the scene and then getting his, like, first title, uh, really, which was the, the U.S. Championship. Uh, and, like, that was, like, the, the Cena moment. But because of that uh kind of coming in like very 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 late compared to most people uh my brother was infatuated with the stuff and he loved going back and collecting the dvds um so uh he would just buy all of them and of course you start with the wrestlemanias right and i will never forget going back and watching the wrestlemania 19 and 18 uh dvds and seeing this match and having only heard knowing a lot of my friends loved the attitude era and knowing how like oh my god wrestling is like so amazing and stuff it really felt like going back and playing classic video games that i'd heard about but not known and just being like oh my god this is 
this is this is the peak of what this can be. And seeing that match, like even being new to the world, it felt so special. It felt like nothing could possibly be bigger than it. And I would argue, I don't think anything ever can again. Like there's something so perfect about what this was. I mean, there's a, 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 the commentators at some point say wrestling's past, wrestling's future. This is WrestleMania, baby. And it's like, you really can't, you just can't create this. You can't fabricate it. It it has to happen where these icons are created and to have icons that represent different generations face off against each other. And I mean, the storytelling you're talking about, Greg, it's like, I felt that even being so new to the wrestling world back then and rewatching it now, my God, that just, it sticks with you, man. Mikey. Yeah. This is my complete first time oh, ever God. seeing this match, ever knowing that these two stepped in to the ring together. I mean, my Hogan is always going to be the red and yellow outfit, right? So I don't know NWO Hogan. This is all new to me in the Wolfpack. And then Young Rock with the hair. I mean, come on. I only know Bald Rock. And so seeing these two together was very special to me. And it felt odd, right? As someone who... When we watched wrestling, it was Hogan. It was like this era. And then watching this, it was like, oh, yeah, we didn't have cable then. We never watched wrestling. And it felt like everyone that I knew from before was now, like, gone. This did feel like the, oh, here's a new generation to me that, like, I never knew about and onward. And the scene, as you say, and onward here, felt like we left the past behind here. It was interesting. Well, let's move to the tail of the tape then, where, of course, we will go through and rate this in a number of different ways out of five stars, and we will start with, start with the hype package. Tim, as you know, when we talk about hype packages, I feel like you are the expert. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about this one. How did it hit for you? My brother said something very uh, important on the drive over here today. It was like, dude, that hype package, it was like, what, like three minutes? It could have been double the length. It, like that, And honestly, it's like, it could be endless. Like, that's the thing about this is like, there was just so much hype here. There's so much story to tell. And also, this is the type of match that could have had just started without a hype package because yeah, the yeah, hype yeah. was there no matter what. Like, it, it's almost hard to grade this, honestly, just because it's like, it's cheating for what it is that somehow still makes me feel like I kind of just want more from it. Like, it was, it's so good. It's so perfect. But it's like, I don't I, I I don't know. It's it's a weird thing where like we're just talking about such top tier stuff here that like this this did an excellent job of setting the stage. But I will say, because I did I was not watching at the time, I didn't know all the storylines, I am just kind of now and back then for the first time jumping into a world that I don't fully understand the context of of how we got there. I don't know how long Hogan was was in there. Like I I don't really know what Rock was up to, like leading into all this. To me, it's more just icons of generations. So yeah. Trying to fit together the actual, you know, week to week, month to month storytelling going on around that time. I don't know that this high package did the best job at that, but I don't think that was the goal. Yeah, I think again, like I for me on the you know kind of funny scale of five, uh, of you know, of one to five, I give it a five. Like I do think, and so it, do I. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's amazing, and I hear you on that. But I think again, especially for looking back at it now, right. 22 years later, right? No. <laughs> and being like, hey, this is something that needs to stand the test of time. Like, it, I'm glad they didn't get into the minutiae. Totally. How long the NWO had been back, da, 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 and it was just the setup of it. And, you know, you ask about the Attitude Era and blah, blah, blah. And again, I think this being the signaling of the end of it or, or, or wherever you want to put it. But to come back here in the four by three, yep. the shitty fucking quality of the footage, but JR and King just being there, right? The Rock just drilled Hollywood Hogan. Oh, brother. You know what I mean? And it's like, to your point of, 
we're so spoiled today by the modern WWE hype package and slow-mo and this and backstage and HD. And it's like, this still just fucking nails it all. And damn it, The Rock believed in you. I was like, oh my God. And it sets it up so well. First mania in nine years. Wrestling's past. Wrestling's future. It's like, ah. Santi, does it live up for you? It, it does. I think... I might be in a in a different lane here. I agree with something that Tim said that this almost didn't need a hype package because it's The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. If you're a wrestling fan, you know that that's hype on its own. However, I feel like this is less a hype package and just a quick reminder of why this matters. This is a quick reminder of this is Hulk Hogan. This is the guy that made WrestleMania. This is the guy that created the concept of what a superstar is. People like The Rock and Stone Cold really molded themselves off of what Hulk Hogan had built. And he left. And now he's coming back. He's the old lion trying to demonstrate if he still can be the top of the pride and the top in, in the top company being the WWE. Meanwhile, there's The Rock, the youngster, the future, as they're calling him in this. In hindsight, funnily, how he did end up being the future. He was gone within eight months to film The Scorpion King. Uh, but hey, I digress. <laughs> um, so to me, there wasn't actually too much hype there because there was only about three weeks worth of interactions between The Rock and Hulk Hogan. So it served more as a quick history lesson as to why this needs to matter. For somebody that might be coming back to this maybe experiencing this for the first time, I think this is super valuable so that they understand the importance of this moment. But if I'm comparing this to like an Austin Rock My Way or Daniel Bryan oh. Monster, that's my five. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give this a four. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I like that. I, I gave it a three out of five. As what? a newbie here, I didn't feel that. And I think Santi nailed it on the head. It was a quick reminder of Hogan. I didn't get much of Rock, right? Like, this is the future star. We didn't do that. And I think... The hype packages have clearly evolved from what we just saw the past two weeks to what they probably were then, right? Of, hey, you've probably been keeping up with this. Here's the small moments. Well, let's go into this as opposed to what we've watched before where it's like, hey, let me tell you the whole story of why you should care about Kofi Kingston and beyond. But they did have some cool moments, right? Of like, okay, why did the fans turn on Hulk Hogan? I have no idea why they did that. Why is The Rock you know, battling with him. Why are we feuding? What's the beef? And then I saw the big rig drive into the ambulance. And I was like, oh, shit. He probably tried they to kill him. him. They hit Rock in the back of the head with a hammer and put him in the ambulance and hit him with a big rig. I tried to kill him. That's pretty wild. But I did like the big one of like, all you need to know was these are two icons and they're agreeing to dance. And that's what I took away from this was like, yeah, you want a main event with me? Let's do it. And the guy How do you looked feel at him, about headlining one more WrestleMania with The Rock? And he said, oh. hell yeah. And you just like that, Santi was like, oh my God, two icons are going to dance. This is going to be amazing. And so that's what I took away was like, oh, I understand the importance of this. And I understand the two legends here, but I don't understand. Why are they feuding? Why should I care? Why is there a big rig driving into an ambulance? None of that was conveyed in this. And so for me as the newbie, wow. it's like I felt it, but I didn't like I don't see the history in that. And that's why I think it's so interesting to have you bring up, uh, Santi, your uh, college paper about nostalgia, right? Where it is like, I was wondering what your take would be because it is, you know it, but you didn't live and breathe it kind of thing. So you know the rock matters. You know Hogan matters. But again, like JR has that quote, quote in the high package, right? A year ago, we would have never thought this match would have occurred. And it's like that idea of like, yeah, it was that thing where I was like, uh, you'd love to see these greats. And now you have to play the video game or hypothesize, you know, hypothesize with your friends. But it was that 
this unbelievable thing was about to happen. But of course, it's fueled by my childhood obsession yep. with Hogan. And then your mo my modern attitude era obsession with The Rock. And then they even say it a couple times of like, it's like Babe Ruth going up yeah, against yeah, yeah, McGuire yeah, yeah. and like whatever they said. You know what I mean? It's Bonds like, and Babe Ruth. Th yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. will never happen. And it's like, but this is happening, man. Yeah. So let's talk about, ladies and gentlemen, the entrances. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I always forget to recap. Hype Package got a five from me and Tim, a three from Mike. Santi with a four. Uh, Mike, what did you think of the entrances? Uh, you know what? The entrances were cool. I liked the opening in black and white with the NWO for Hollywood Hogan. And that song, that music is iconic, right? Like, as someone who didn't watch wrestling then, but play, definitely played that video game, that's all my mind could go to. It was like, bam, 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 bam. And you're like, oh, that's so sick. And him walking down with the boa, the shades, the bandana, he looked like Hulk Hogan, but he had a new attitude. He was different looking. I like this outfit that he was rocking. It was very basic, right? I think there's a difference from what, we, again, I'll say what we see now. The yeah. pyros, the fireworks, the giant Megatron. We didn't have any of that. It was, here comes the big dog coming down the way. And when he gets into the ring and it snaps into color, that was sick. That was right? sick, yeah. That was super dope. And then The Rock came out very basic, right? He's here for business. He comes through. But, man, when he does the top rope pose, you can feel it. And that dome was rocking. I'm going to say this a lot. But the crowd brought it in there. 100%. And the crowd elevated this because the boos to the cheers to all the noise in between, that's what made this match was, wow, this is a moment in time, icon versus icon, but everyone in that building was there for this. And that's what made this entrance special for me. I give it a four out of five. Okay. Not perfect, but man, at the time, that was probably super dope to see. See, I think we've talked about this before, especially with like Kofi and Daniel right a couple weeks ago of like, oh, it's just two guys walking to the ring. And granted, that's what it always is. But especially for this one in the product of its time. And of course, how great I always loved NWO music, but it going black and white and doing the strobe and da 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 da. You have that, let alone and the first note I have for entrances is in all caps, the fucking pop for Hogan. Right, like in that, I, this is an interesting one because the entrances I have all the way in my mind for this up until the bell rings, right? So that is everything going on, and like I have, you know, the pop for Hogan, the strobe, of course, the ridiculous scaffolding, but that was just the WrestleMania set. Then, of course, so Howard cool. Finkel. You know what I mean? Again, you want to talk about like a snapshot, a time capsule to have the fucking Fink there doing it. I kind of forgot about it, right? Then you have, you know, Hogan doing his four life shape, blah, blah, JR and the King nailing it. Past meets future, Bonds versus Babe Ruth, the, sh the shirt rip, but then the chance of Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. And you can see him realize, like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm going over as the face right now. What the fuck's happening? And then for a rock to come out, but they're showing signs up in the fucking nosebleeds as far as you could possibly be back there. King starts in, you, you already referenced it, Santi, but he starts in with this rambling lion <laughs> fucking speech. And I'm like, all right, we know where you're going, King, but even you are too excited by what you're going. And it's this mixed reaction. The flash bulbs, mm. you know, you don't even think you would miss that or you forget about it. the fucking flash bulbs and that slow look to each of them side to side in the ring again just drinking it in and playing this five out of five man oh. like it's like yeah it's a product of their time but like 
Rock coming out and just doing his signature stuff. Hogan doing it. Them cl- oh, my God. It's oh, so good. It's Tim. so cool because we're in such a time period there of, like, it's 2002, but it's still so 90. So the outfits to the big cardboard signs to the old school cameras. Yeah. Like, it is flashes. a special thing to see. Pop, pop, and like pop, you said, pop, pop. the camera work from that team is incredible because you get some big shots of, like, how big this arena is. There's people with an Irish flag 5,000 yards away that you know they can't see this, right? And then the scaffolding around it. There is no jumbotron. There's no mega screen here. It's just lights beating down on this. It was sick. Tim? Yeah, man. I mean, everything you guys are saying. Like, also shout out to just having actual sets. Always a big fan of when WrestleManias uh, do that. And I'm the biggest fan of LED screens there is. But I like some <laughs> artistry in the LED screens. Uh, so seeing this, seeing the scaffolding, I really, really appreciate it. Um, I, I feel like the the entrances in, in just talking about the music hitting and the them walking out, I'd probably give a three out of five. I love what they did with the... Um, with the black and white, how, how fun that was, him ripping off the shirt and turning into color, all that stuff is great. But I really don't like this version of Rock's theme. It oh, is wow. it is really oh. lacking yeah. lacking a bump and lacking the kick. Like I want those drums. I want <laughs> that like that real bass hit because like that is the electrifying uh, part of the, the Rock's entrance. But that's the thing. The Rock doesn't need a fucking like he is the the hype. Like he brings so much of it. So that stuff I would give it three. That didn't matter. That didn't matter at all. The walk down, the crowds being so into it, everything that happens in the ring before the bell rings. The bell ring is the most hype bell ring of all time. I don't think that it, I don't think we even get close to matching the excitement of what was going on in that building at that time with the flashbulbs, with everything, with every single person just going crazy. And the chant starting and the storytelling, like the momentum between these two men begins before they even lock together yeah and it is so palpable like it is powerful man like you were saying earlier like this is the match to show people and you bringing up the the camera angles and stuff this scale the amount of times they, they introduced the shot here of like this super wide zoom out so you could see the tiny little ring in the center and everybody and there is no led screens it's just a sea of thousands of people everyone with signs flash bulbs going off like it is such uh like you want to talk about nostalgia that that moment is one of those, this is art right here. So what's your score then? That's a five. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Uh, and I shout out, you're talking about the crowd. Shout out to the one kid who's on cam the entire time in the Superman? electric Superman shirt. I'm like, hell yeah. That's not even like appropriate for that time period. But you're rocking it. It's so funny because he's looking at something to know he's on camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see me does this and then he'll be like, <laughs> yeah, so they still had the like, Titan Tron. It just wasn't LED. Awesome. Yeah, was I love that. Uh, Santi? Uh, I have in my notes, oh my effing God, this is perfect 10 out of 5. Uh, and here's the thing, this is if you watch this entrance without volume, if you put this on mute, it's just two guys walking down. There's nothing special about this. But the entrances, this is one of those few situ- uh, situations where the entrances aren't even about the guys coming down. It's about the crowd reaction. Yeah. Kind of mind-blowing seeing Hulk Hogan come back to WrestleMania. Even more mind-blowing seeing him come out to NWO music black and white. Never thought that was possible. Brock didn't do anything special. He just walked out. But this did something that I've never seen ever again. By the end of the entrance, there was the elusive double turn. The crowd had made Hogan the babyface of this match. And the crowd had made Rock the evil guy. I've never seen that ever again to this scale and Hogan's genuine shock and almost like Jubilee smile when he rips off his shirt and is 
bewildered that people are are rooting for him. He's just looking around, moving his neck around like 89 Hulk would. You know, he's <laughs> trying to get people hulked up, trying to get people excited. I hadn't, I, you didn't really see that in WCW. Yeah. So we are starting to see this reversion back of fans turning the clock back and making this into a match in 1989. They made Hulk Hogan that night back into red and yellow before the bell even rung. So to me, amazing. this is perfect. And the the stare down, the ref knowing this is a moment. I'm going to step back. Oh, and man, Mike Kyoto, what a pro. Kyoto knows. Pro. Um, and the, just the, like you guys said, the crowd, the atmosphere, the flashes when they're staring at each other, the zoom in and out during the, the face-off. To me, this was perfection. And again, it's not the glamorous Shawn Michaels coming down from the heavens entrance. It, it, it's none of that. It's It's the best vanilla ice cream i've ever had it's just simple but the crowd turned this into into a into a wrestlemania moment to be cliche this is what makes wrestlemania wrestlemania and this is what i think makes wrestling the shared delusion we all love right? and it wasn't <laughs> yeah. even the main event yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god I, I was like what came after this and it's the triple threat ja or not even triple threat it's a elimination jazz lita trish i was like oh that's a really god like, that sucks okay. for you guys i'm so sorry <laughs> they made you do that I'm like, well there's no energy in this room anymore no, it was ridiculous yeah. Like, yeah. I, I also love the four life hands oh yeah you got it. i never yeah, knew yeah. about that love oh yeah now you did yeah uh, it's odd because in the hype package they don't show but earlier in the pay-per-view i believe Kevin Nash and his other homie are like, yo, we got you. Like, we'll come out there. And he's like, no, no, I, I, I got to gotta prove this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, snap. He's telling his homies to back up. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. like, but for life. And like, man, that's cool shit, dude. That's real cool. <laughs> 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 cool stuff, man. So for entrances, it's fives all around except for Mike's four. Mike just hates him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, if you like us, remember, of course, the best way to support us is with the kind of funny membership, either on Patreon or YouTube. Of course, on Patreon or YouTube, you can get each and one of the every, you get each and every show uh, ad free. You could get it, uh, watch it live as we record it, just like FSI is and Peter is and Night War Films are. And of course, you could get my daily show, Greg Way. But since you're not using your membership right now, here's a word from our sponsor. We are brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is a standalone game that welcomes fans and newcomers alike. You don't need to have played Final Fantasy VII Remake or any other Final Fantasy titles to play and enjoy Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. The combat is not traditional turn-based and has more action-focused gameplay, with even deeper improvements since Remake with new synergy attacks and team-based combos. And there are large open sections to explore with Cloud and his comrades venturing across the planet, their fates unwritten, making every step in the expansive world outside Midgar fresh and mysterious. And of course, there are dozens of mini games. There's a story recap video of Final Fantasy VII Remake for those interested in learning more about the story so far, and those looking to experience Final Fantasy VII Remake fully can pre-order the Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth Twin Pack, which includes the game plus the DLC episode Intermission at no extra cost. You can download and play a demo of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth right now on the PlayStation Store, and you can pre-order the game in the link in the description. The wait is almost over. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is out February 29th. Get hyped. This episode's brought to you by Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan plus, veggie, and more. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. 
two-minute meals allow you to fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Factors less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash kindoffunny50 and use code kindoffunny50 to get 50% off. That's code kindoffunny50 at factormeals.com slash kindoffunny50 to get 50% off. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Son. Take a moment. Oh, I'm going to take all the moments. I Soak it in. Soak it in. <laughs> I'm doing the thing. Soak look left, look right. <laughs> Santi, why don't you start us off? We're, we're discussing and rating the match itself now. Go to town. Do your thing. <laughs> it, it depends where you want to look at this from. If you are somebody that loves technical wrestling, this isn't for you. <laughs> it, ju- it just isn't because this, this isn't this five out of five Tokyo Dome. What a, what a showcase of, of moves and suplexes. This is the most simple match you could possibly think of, which again, I say it, the, the context of everything changes if you decide to watch this on mute. But my goodness, the beginning, the test of strength, Hogan flexing, the crowd going crazy. I mean, you could do a moonsault and you couldn't get that crowd reaction. There's no move on this planet that could get the crowd reaction that Hogan got when he's out there flexing like 1989 Hulk Hogan on The Rock and The Rock is looking bewildered. How crazy does this get? Like clotheslines, a couple of big boots, a couple of slaps. It does get crazy raking. towards the end with the, sh- yeah, the rake. The back rake, the, the triple, the yeah. triple back rake. I was like, all right. <laughs> I think the most complex move that Hulk Hogan did was a black, a back stretch. That's about as crazy as it got. And it didn't matter because the crowd wasn't there to see um, this technical masterpiece. They were there to see the narrative. And I always tell people that the physical aspect of professional wrestling is a quarter of the show. Everything else is the 75% that really encapsulates why people love professional wrestling. The narrative, the story, the buildup, the finish, all of that to me is perfection. The, if I'm just going to look at the max, this is probably like a zero out of five. It really, it is. But everything else to me is just done on a level that I don't think can ever be replicated. Where the crowd began from a fairly high high where you wouldn't think it's possible for them to finish even higher in terms of fever pitch. And they finished in a, I've never seen a crowd like this. I would say that this, this was some of the greatest crowd engagement, crowd interactions that I've ever seen in my life, all coming from a very mediocre match again on paper, but it's more than that. And I'd love to get your, your thoughts on that because again, if I was just measuring what they're doing in the ring. There's nothing impressive about it, but it's, it's wrestling is more than that. 
And this is what always gets me when I'm on a podcast or somebody asks, oh, well, your favorite match of all time. And I say this, and it is that you start immediately giving out the, well, it's not a great tactical match. And also, well, Hulk Hogan probably is a piece of shit. But, like, you know, there's all these different things. But it's like it is that idea of this, again, is the suspension of disbelief. It is what professional wrestling it is. It is about the crowd. It is about the entertainers. And, like, you know, you talk about it, uh, Santi, right, of, like, you know, when Hogan throws Rock down and then starts posing in the shock in the Rock's face, it's like, wow, is this totally weird and special? And the the back rakes and the stretch and the hulking up, I mean, don't get me started, mm. but it's like, again, it's like, the shared delusion you all have, the shared narrative of watching wrestling of like, you're going to go in there and check, you know, that at the door, you're actual thinking through it. And that's why I think it's a five out of five. Cause yeah, it is just the most of like, again, Oh, you don't understand what wrestling's all about. Watch this and try to under realize what's going on here. Cause again, you can show people moon salts and springboards and fucking death matches. And it's a completely different thing, but this is at its essence. What I think sports entertainment and WWE is always trying to beat Tim. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with everything y'all are saying. This is a, the simplest, easiest five I could possibly give. Because, uh, yeah, wrestling is so many different things. Like, I, I think the technical aspect of it is is one part of it. But even then, I don't even think you need that for it to be a perfect match because wrestling can be comedy. It could be incredible, like, like physical talent. It could be just, like, uh, hype. There's uh, It could be scary. Like, there's so many different things. Like, we talk about game of the year every year, and it's, like, a triple-A game, an indie game, anything in between, any genre. You're, we're putting them all together because they all belong in the same conversation, you know? Yeah. I feel like with this, you cannot get a better example of wrestling as cartoon characters souped up to their ultimate form. This is Dragon Ball Super Saiyan shit. This is, like, the, the ultimate coming together of two people who are perfectly matched for each other because at the end of the day, neither of them are the best wrestlers, like in any match that they do. You know, it's yeah. like, it is more about who they are and how excited they get people. And when you, I think it's best evidenced by their their finishers of the people's elbow and the freaking Hulk up leg drop. It's like two of the most, uh, you know, suspend your disbelief moves ever. But the moment that they start happening, we all are like, He's doing it. He's doing oh. it, you know? Yeah. And the the stealing of each other's, like, the just bring it, like, all this stuff. Like, oh, my God, man. This was poetry. This this is everything this match needed to be. If it was any more technical, it would have made it worse. Yeah, back, you know, I, I have my notes here, of course, everything we're talking about. But I love the one where clearly uh, Hogan tries to go over the top rope backwards and just can't <laughs> do it. So he just falls the mat and rolls out. You're like, yeah, that's about what I'd expect from you. Yep. Mike, what did it do for you? It was a fun story being told right there. It's a five out of five. Like Santi said, it's incredible to see that the crowd was up at a 10 and we went to 11. Mm -hmm. Then we went on the roller coaster. We had our dips. We went right back up and it hit so many cool moments that I loved, right? The man meat being smacked and the reset of like, here's the big flex to the table spots when he's calling him a meatball on camera. Some of the funniest yeah. stuff around. <laughs> What's up, meatball? He's yelling at him amazing they go to the table and he's like oh man he's about to throw him through the table jr tell not the table not the table and they get like halfway through it right i mean the sharpshooter of knocking the ref out now he's in the sharp nobody flops like kyoto man and you're like oh no the old man's gonna tap he's not gonna make it. and then he gets up and he crawls to the rope and the rock says we'll have none of that drags him back it's like there was so many awesome moments and they kept me engaged all the way through and i think 
a big one for me was towards the end there, right? We took off the weightlifting belt and we're smacking, smacking the rock other. with it. And then the rock gets and he spits on it and he smacks him back. And there's like three tap out moments or uh, pin out moments here with a kick out. And like, that's what I've been looking for. It's like those moments where it's like, it's two and a half and he kicks out. The crowd goes crazy. He goes back again. Oh, it's two and a half one more time. And the crowd never dulled. They just were riding at the edge of their seats the whole time. And the camera shots were incredible. The final people's elbow with the zoom out to see the rock in front of all of these fans deliver that was so cool. And so, yeah, for me, it's a five out of five. I was on this ride. The storytelling of the old lion showing that he still got it to the young lion taking the, putting his tail behind his legs going, I don't know if I got it then to figure it out back and forth. Beautiful stuff. Mm. There's a line I have in here that I, it, it's funny, you know, I'm sh this kind of shit and hyperbole is thrown around in every fucking wrestling match and every WrestleMania match for sure. But there's a part where King goes years from now, people are going to be saying I was there. I witnessed it. And I'm sitting there watching this, getting ready to talk about it so many years later and talk about witnessing it. I'm like, Goddamn King. Yeah. <laughs> you delivered it's on that. It's pretty wild. You man. delivered on that. Uh, what so, did you guys think uh, when you saw that Hulk up, the kick up from the rock bottom, the Hulk Hogan is hulking up. The crowd is going crazy. The bewildered look on the rock to me, like I wrote here, this is the WrestleMania moment Yep. where like, yes, obviously the finish is great. We're going to talk about them in just a second. The, the entrances, the, the audience, but that was the, the true full, you know, to use Dragon Ball Z here, the full final form of what we were trying to achieve here, which was to bring back the nostalgia of 1989 Hulk Hogan. Everyone in that crowd that loved Hulk Hogan nine, 10 years ago, they were kids. Now they're the feverish 21, 22 year olds going bananas for this old man hulking up in the middle of the ring. It's just perfect. I don't think I actually gave it a number. I also gave it a five, by the way. Um, again, even though it's missing what a lot of people, especially nowadays, want from wrestling, which is a lot of the technical aspect. I'm telling you, you don't need it. You don't always need it. Yeah. Yeah, I put down for you. I was like, <laughs> Santi gives it a zero or a five. <laughs> like, I wasn't sure where we were leaving off with the 75. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in the whole copy. And again, like to the point of this, like, you know, you talked about the ripping the shirt and doing the things like, you know, it's been nine years since Hogan was at Mania. And I think definitely is as as bloody as the Monday night wars were, and as you know, much as much bad blood as wrestling is constantly filled with, you didn't think you would ever get this again. I mean, it's, it's so uh, not to get too far into the future here, but just contextually, like we're talking about the word icon so much here, but it is so rare that we get people that have this icon status. Like yeah. literally you can count them on one hand. And I, I will say, I've been saying this a lot that I think that WWE currently has the most main event talent that I think they've ever had. Like, it's so exciting to see what the, the heavyweight title scenes can look like because there's so much potential, but even saying that it's like, it's not it, at least not yet. Like it's not the rock. It's not Hogan. It's not Cena. You know, I guess Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, I, I would put there for sure. Um, but you think about this, Mike, this match happened. WrestleMania 18, 10 years later, it was rock Cena at WrestleMania 28. Yeah. Uh, like in the same way that it was nine years before that with Hogan. And then we are now 10 years removed from that more than that. And we're, we're probably going to get Roman rock. Like, God damn it. No, we won't. This press conference is going to fix it. <laughs> but it's just wild to think about that. Yeah. Of like, like th that timing and to think that the rock being involved now in, in three potentially of those yeah. 
passing, passing the torch, the torch. No, icon matches, Tim, whatever it is. Yeah. It's just, it's so, so wild. And especially when not only is that the case, it's not like they had a bunch of WrestleManias in between. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is the, that's when they're there. I, I want to mention it in the finish for Hogan, but I want to call it out here. And it's similar to what uh, Sunday was talking about at the top, right? When Hogan realizes they're cheering for him and does the flip to face. Even though Rock is never full heel in this, he does a great job of leaning into it. Where yeah, he's he's jawed at him, and like I have one of like Rock playing heel with the slaps and taunting the crowd in the corner, right? When he's got like he does a great job of being like, okay, I see where we're at right now, and let's lean into that, but still end in a place where he can get over it and have everybody love him or whatever. So that moves us to the finish Uh, again. So much more than of course just the finish here, right? Because like. Usually it is, how did we get there to get the hand raised and then a little bit of celebration afterwards? Like, it's, you know, two rock bottoms and the people's elbow. That's great or whatever. Then it is the announcers doing the Super Bowl. Doesn't live up to the hype. This one did or whatever. And then, obviously, Hulk Hogan is a performer, not as a person. Different conversation, right? But as a performer, I think it is easy sometimes for people to look at it like, I don't get it. Like, why was he blah, blah, blah. Like, some of his, I want to say, best work of his career here, it happens here with him beaten. When he's grasping his side and he goes over there and he's got this look in his eyes that really is like, I am the beaten old lion. I am passing the, and like you can, they say it of course, but you can feel it too of like him putting his hand out there and doing this whole thing and not believing. And and this is why Hogan is so good. Like what he's doing here is incredibly hard to do. And he does it so convincingly of passing it. I mean, yeah, like uh, I, I can't believe it. The handshake. Him walking up to the rock after the match and putting the handshake out. A moment we've seen a million times since a moment we've seen before. We've never seen it like this. This is this is powerful, man. This this is the power of wrestling and the power of believing in 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 these characters uh and, and the emotions they're trying to evoke from us. Like it is so incredible. I honestly I feel like in terms of those type of moments, the only thing that can possibly top it for me is the uh Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. I love you. I love I'm sorry you. Yeah. before he fucking finishes him. I hope we watch that match at some point, but mainly just for that part. But um, <laughs> man, it's like, this is it. That, that bit was incredible. I will say that overall, like for the ending, it's like, I don't think you can get much better than this. And I, it is funny. Cause it's like, they kind of pull out all the stops. They have NWO come out. They, they do all the extra bits. Like we didn't want it to end. So they just gave us a little more. Did we need that? No, but it was the cherry on top and it tasted good. Like there was just so much great stuff there. This is the easy five out of 10. This would be a 10 out of five, whatever you want to call it. I will say the biggest missed opportunity though. I come on, man. Real American. Why didn't they do it? Why? Even if it wasn't part of the plan, you get somebody back. You get the Kevin to be like, bro, fucking figure this shit out because <laughs> they played the rocks theme three times yeah. and it was great. It was awesome. My, I love that. Yeah. My note here, of course, is like, you know, going through everything that's going on, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the NWO beat down. I put a sub point. I'm shocked. No one tore a quad. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, when they rock, won't let them leave. Come pump up the crowd. Hogan keeps trying to leave. They keep doing. I was like, how did nobody hit real America? Come here? on. You know what I mean, and if I forget, and uh, Santi, you, you would know better than probably anybody else on the panel. Is it an urban legend or is it true that like, this was all an audible in the back that they were like, they send the NW out there. We're going to turning him face. It's definitely an urban legend okay. because there was the segment before where like you already see hints of Hogan going baby face yeah. where he's like, I got to go do this by myself when this is incredibly out of character for him when he's been, uh, they've always had the, the, the power in numbers and it's very 
out of character for that version of Hogan to all of a sudden say, no, I got to go test myself. Uh, this It's an urban legend, but it's a good one. It's a great one. I, I it's a remember. great one. But it's like, yeah, how did, like when he's going and just going, the crowd's like insane. It was like, I was, I was, I was hoping beyond hope that I had it wrong. Like, I, I was like, I don't think they do. I don't remember, but I, God, I want them to right here. They, they point at the, there's a kid holding the, the, uh, the Rockamania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the way like, out. Oh my God, dude. And yeah, they when they're walking out so as bros and it's all handshakes and smiles oh, so and good. then Hogan ho holds up rock and points at him. It's like insane. It was the perfect passing of the torch. Yeah. Uh, you, you all already talked about the, the handshake, but I also have to mention that I've never seen a vulnerable Hulk Hogan before. Right. He's always this, that. I am, I am the guy that owns the room and to see him being vulnerable and extending that almost weak looking handshake. Like I'm beaten. I have lost. I am acknowledge, acknowledge that you are <laughs> the next guy up. That is a masterful performance from Hulk Hogan. And then the rock being turning into a little kid there in the moment, like, please do the, the please do all the posing again. Like Nick's uh, like Tim said, what a missed opportunity to not play real American during that. That would have been a legendary Scott, moment. God, God, so God, good. God, 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 I, I almost feel like um, NWO coming out there seemed unnecessary. Frankly, it just seemed uh, like they were trying to put an exclamation on something that already had 30 exclamations. Yeah, you yeah. were. It, it's like they were trying to, okay, we're now confirming that Hogan is a baby face. It's like, have you not watched the last 20 minutes? We already know. <laughs> Gotta feed him though. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the thing. I didn't want it to end like you yeah, said, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. that was the amazing part of this finish from the ringing of the bell to passing the torch. I wrote in my notes, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I don't know. I said, I, we probably will never see a match like this again. Of That's importance, right? Of like, I'm passing this on to you. It's the old guard leaving. It's now the future. Uh, I felt it, right? Seeing that, watching that, believing that, having The Rock have his moment and Hogan there, hurt, like you said, to the NWO coming out, them fighting him back, and he tried to get out in The Rock grab, and he said, no, bro, it's your moment. Yeah, and he dude. brought him out, and he's ah! which side of the crowd's getting pumped up the most. You're like, this is insane. And yeah, the shots of like, it just feels so 90s, and you see it at all of the big cardboard signs rattling in the crowd, going crazy, walking out to Rockamania was insane. Some of those signs, I give props to all those people making signs. They're wicked. Sick, I like they're in the middle of the match when the one dude goes and just unfurls a gigantic one. It was like, God, I forgot how annoying all this shit was back in the day. God. And another crazy one to me was like watching that whole match. People are standing a lot of the time yeah. like this. When we watch matches now, it definitely feels like, yeah, we get up for some of it, but there's a lot of sitting. This felt like, oh, no, that pit is standing the whole time. You are witnessing something special. Ali versus Tyson, he kept referencing. Yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, you're never going to see this again. Get ready for it, you know? And, yeah, the commentary was perfect. It was an incredible finish to this. Cena did Logan Paul's podcast not too long ago, and he said something on there. I was like, oh, that is so good, and I've never heard it before. Maybe it's old, but it was the, you know, do you know why wrestling fans sit down so they can stand up? And I was like, fuck, <laughs> that's awesome, John. I love that. That is awesome. I know for everything we do, we're kind of funny live. Like, yeah. why well, give them chairs so they can sit down and get up? You I know love I mean? it. And I was like, damn, that is sick. Because I'd gone when Anna Sale from Death, Sex, and Money came through for lunch and we were out and I was catching her up on my life and talking about wrestling and doing WWE stuff. She's like, yeah, I don't get it. And I was like, yeah, it's a shared delusion. You, and I'm like, the only way to really get it would be to go. And, to be, and then you're thinking about the fact we all sit down just because we're excited to stand up. The music hit Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. Every 90 seconds, I'm standing yeah. there. Go, like, what's going on over there? Fuck, shit, I got to see. Oh. 
So I assume fair. I was going to ask, you think it's a fair statement to say that this might be the greatest WrestleMania match crowd ever? I can't fit. I can't compare a crowd of any other singular match to this one. It's such it's such a feverish crowd. It's that idea, right, where there are moments in matches, right? And I've been in arenas for moments. Jericho uh, debuted the Allstate or Rosemont Horizon, uh, now Allstate Arena, and then Punk at Survivor Series, Allstate Arena response, right? But those are moments like this match. Like I think it's. It's the same thing of like when we're, I think, coming out of this last rumble. Like I talk all the time. I hate stadium shows. They're mm-hmm. hard to mic. It always sounds dead. There's big dead spots. There's bad. So like when I got on Twitter that night after rumble in Florida and people were like, oh man, the crowd was dead. I was like, they were actually really into it. But as always, you don't fucking hear them in these kind of shows. The fact that that mm-hmm. stadium, like if from the moment they come out, you're like, holy Built shit, are they loud? Like. Yeah. I, 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 100%, I, I, you know, overall, I give it a five out of five, of course. I'm, I think we all are. And it's that idea of like, I was so happy to watch this match again and be like, okay, cool. I'm not crazy for yeah. all the times I've said this is my favorite match or this is wrestling and yet, yet, yet. the hype and nostalgia is deserved. It's, yeah. it's not just like, oh man, we, we made it to be something it isn't. It is exactly what it is. They, they achieved it. The goal was achieved. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm blown away that you have given me three incredible matches and especially this one. And they're not I didn't the give you anything. WWE superstars, WWE superstars are giving me these, but I'm coming at like these aren't the main events. These are insane matches. That is an insane match to then have to follow up because I know there's two matches after this, no. and I'm just blown away that like that of all things is not the main event. Also, an incredible one. No belts, right? I get it, it's icon to icon, and we're passing the torch, but like. Man, when Rock stands like this, like there should be a belt right there, a hundred percent. You know, it's wild. So uh, it's like such a, any, anything we can say right now is so time stamped. <laughs> oh, day a week from one of those posts. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> uh, Santi, is there anything to say that we haven't said? <laughs> There's a five. I don't think I, I properly graded it. Um, this is a top five WrestleMania match for me. Period. And one of my favorite showcases of what professional wrestling is. Uh, Weirdly enough, even though it can be an inaccessible match to newbies, because if you don't know the context of this, it can be a little bit difficult. Just having them experience it, like you guys said, they will understand what professional wrestling is from bell to bell. It's it's like you guys said, it's a shared delusion. That's just a wrestling is cool. It's just a beautiful, awesome thing. Uh, of course, this is us reviewing and ranking the WrestleMania matches. Oh, that's right. But before we get to that, of course, we have a segment called One Man Gang Gang. This is where Cool Greg, of course, comes out and gives his thoughts on the match he just watched. Uh, welcome to the stage, Cool Greg, to talk about The Rock versus Hogan. What's up, everybody? Um, I didn't expect to like this match nearly as much as I did because th- compared to the other two, my mem- my memory and rewatching it was kind of the same. This I remember being kind of mid and uh, like compared to like Vince McMahon versus Hulk Hogan or uh, The Rock versus Austin at like a Mania. Yeah, those to me felt epic. And I remember this being like knowing it's epic, but not feeling like it was. Now doing this show and having like the ranking and like, watching it differently, yeah, it's five out of five. I'm, yeah, it's definitely up there. And like maybe top like one of my favorite Hogan matches now. And I didn't, I never thought I would think that. But hell yeah. <laughs> Gang, gang. Thanks, cool guy. Uh, so now it's time to rank the WrestleMania matches for WrestleMania ranked. So far, of course, number one is Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 35. Number two is Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha versus Nia at WrestleMania 33. Where are we putting Rock versus Hogan, everybody? 
number one. Go right? to the top, yeah, exactly. Like, come to, on. Man. <laughs> Is there anything to say, Tim? <laughs> uh, there's just not. Like I, honestly, it's like I. I hope that there is something that I even consider dethroning this that we watch in the next couple of weeks because I've missed out on a ton of matches. There's so much I don't know, but I feel like if I don't know, I don't need to <laughs> compared to this. <laughs> it feels like it would have we would have heard about yeah. it by this point, right? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are far from over. Of course, the March to WrestleMania 40 continues on seven more episodes of WrestleMania ranked coming your way. So what are we watching next week to find out? We asked WWE Hall of Famer and my mortal enemy, JBL. Hello, everybody. This is JBL Wrestling. Uh, God, I just love hearing that, even when I say it myself. And Greg Miller, if that is indeed his real name, I blocked him on all the social media channels. Somehow he still got through, but he's got this hit show. It's a wonderful show. It's on all of the, the new hot, it's like on Vine, Friendster, MySpace, all the hot new social media apps. I watch it all the time. They review things. They want to review WrestleMania matches. So who better to talk to than JBL? Because all of my matches at WrestleMania were instant classics. But believe it or not, <laughs> WrestleMania, the grandest spectacle of them all, there's been great things that I wasn't even involved in throughout the history of WrestleMania. But when you're talking about my matches, which is what I want to talk about because I'm me, I'm JBL, we have to go to Dave Fit Finley. I watched him wrestle every single night in Europe against Tony St. Clair, Franz Schumann. The man is a walking legend. There may be people as good. I've never seen anybody better. It was one of the biggest honors of my life. Right. to get into the ring with one of the guys that I look up to so much, the legend Dave Fit Finley. And if you want to talk about iconic moments, there's been some in WrestleMania. Hogan slams the giant. Macho Man reunites with Miss Elizabeth. The streak ends. Sean repels from the ceiling for the 60-minute Iron Man match with Bret Hart. But the greatest of them all is simple. It's JBL hitting Hornswoggle with a trash can. So I just want to say to the world out there, you're welcome, world. That is the match for Greg Miller, if that is indeed your real name. That is the match for you to review. Strap in, Mike. Well, <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, we are watching the wrestling god JBL take on Fit Finley in a Belfast brawl at WrestleMania 24. Fuck yeah. I love never seen the match. Oh so, yeah? Yeah. I'm you excited. are in for a treat. I, I'm, I'm real excited for this. One <laughs> car crash. Real, real, real quick, I will say that, you know, coming in at WrestleMania 20, kind of being our entrance, and then like the build from 20 to 21, JBL was like the main bad guy of, of that time period. And I know that wrestling is real. I know that it that you buy in and you just start believe believing in it in, in what they're presenting to you. Because I hated that man. <laughs> I, I, there was like a real fucking hatred for JBL. And it's like, goddamn, they're doing their jobs. Like, yeah. it's so crazy that you could just want someone to win and want someone to lose so bad. And then, and oh, yeah, come on, JBL. Oh, man, I'm into this guy, JBL. I'll tell you what, first time seeing him, this guy makes you smile. You, you watch that and you go, that guy's a professional. Yeah. That guy's a storyteller. That guy gets it. And I'm all about that. Santi, you won't be here next week. Do you remember this match? <laughs> yes. I can't, I can't wait to watch you guys review this. This is, yeah, this is a moment. It's a different type of moment, but it's a moment. <laughs> oh, man. Santi, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Where can people keep up with you? 
you know what? You can keep, uh, keep up with me on all things Santi Zap. I'd encourage you, if you like wrestling, to check out the Wrestling is Cool podcast uh, with myself co-hosting with a member of the Kind of Funny Extended Universe, Sancho West. Woo! I think you're going to like it. So it's a wrestling it's a wrestling podcast by fans for fans. So come on over. Check it out. Love it. And I can't wait to continue to watch you react to everything. I, I can't wait for tomorrow's coverage. See what you think of this uh. press conference. <laughs> but again, that's timestamp. Don't worry about it. That's another episode of Kind of Funny Screencast Special WWE WrestleMania Ranked. Remember, each and every week leading up to WrestleMania 40, we're reviewing and ranking a match handpicked by our wrestling friends. If you love what we do, please support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad-free. Watch us record them live and get an exclusive daily show. You get the Kind of Funny Screencast for free with ads and without the exclusive content on YouTube and podcast services of around the globe until next time we want cody we We want want cody Cody. we want cody